This episode is what happens when you take an original classic, like Kill Dr. Lucky, which was made with inexpensive materials, and then you upgrade it with full color, a full set of pieces, and charge three times as much as the original version. Thankfully, Cheap Ass Games has made versions available which are free to download, cut out, and play. And if you really like them, obviously, please do buy the full set because they're really cool. Anyway, let's see if we're able to kill Dr. Lucky. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly... <laughs> An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. Episode 17, a.k.a. Season 2. What, 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 what? Episode 5? Yes, Episode 5. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Hi, I'm... What? Ari, Episode 5. Yeah, well, (laughs) when you do the podcast once a week. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I'm Rasper there. Uh, I already said I'm Banjo, right? Yes, hi. I, Um, I think you did. Yeah, we just came fresh from a hot steaming uh, role-playing session at D&D. <laughs> there was a lot yeah. more role-playing and almost no smashy smash, which was kind of surprising. Um, in fact, there was a lot of role-playing, not... There was a lot of role-playing, not role-playing. Yes, exactly. That's That sounds like a topic at some point, but I don't know. Do we, do we have enough on that? Maybe not. I'll put. I tell you, what, I'll put it down in the notes. We've discussed Roll that before. Play. No, we have. We've beaten it. I think. Well, no, we've, we, we, we've touched the topic before. That's what I'm trying to say. But no, I don't think we haven't. We haven't done a full discussion. Does it? Does it really warrant one though? Maybe I don't know. All right. I tell you what, I'm put, yes, exactly. <laughs> if you'd like us to discuss role playing versus role playing, leave us a voicemail. It will, the link to the voicemail will be in the show notes. Or we yeah. just find us on social media on Mastodon, which is a micro blogging platform, just like Twitter, except yep. that it's not run by Twitter. And now it feels like a really short episode since you already did. Wow. <laughs> right <laughs> shocking um so yeah i've had a few <laughs> mostly wow. because like i said we're fresh off of a uh D session run by raspather thank you so much yes. for running a game that's appreciated i did my best i'm I think, yeah. yeah you've, you've been doing good i don't know but anyway i did my best <laughs> I, I think you're doing fine I'm sure we'll have some more stories from that coming up soon, probably. Um, With the current group, probably, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of shenanigans going on. Um, Anyway, 
this is also the first episode with my new toy, so hopefully the audio is a lot better. I got myself a DBX286S, as in Samuel, and it's got, uh, what, like a dozen knobs and a bunch of blinky lights, so I can kind of, like, see what's going on and clean up my audio, make it louder, DS, you know, so there's less hopefully. I don't know if it's working. I've been, obviously, streaming with it. And playing D&D with it, so I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. It already sounds better. When I did the cold open... So I did the cold open Uh for last episode with it plugged in, so it sounded good to me. It hardly needed any adjustment. That's good. um, Anyway, yes. So tonight, I'd like to talk about cheap-ass games, namely Kill Dr. Lucky. Raspather did kind of allude to the whole short episode thing, and I think he mentioned that because we haven't played Kill Dr. Lucky a whole lot, but I think yeah. there's at least enough to touch on. Okay. Um, yes. So it might be a shorter episode. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I'll trust Banjo on this. We'll see. I Listen, if you want me to go on a heaping big rant. Well, I, you said I, you were going to rant in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye have so much faith? Uh, which, I don't know. Um. Anyway, what was I doing? Yeah, so Kill Dr. Lucky. What is Kill Dr. Yes. Lucky? Well, Kill Dr. Lucky, if my memory serves correctly, it is a game where, it is like a in the game. title, you, yes. kill, you kill a gentleman named Dr. Lucky. Yes. And he got that moniker for a very good reason, because he is very lucky. No matter how hard you try to beat him, stab him, shoot a cannonball, a cannon at him, fire, <laughs> poke him in the uh, eye, <laughs> poke him in the eye. That's my favorite one. He, somehow he ducks out, bend, bends the <laughs> kneels down just the right time for all these missed attempts to kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's actually for. Uh, Yes, that's a fairly good synopsis. However, the official storyline for Kill Dr. Lucky is it is the precursor to Clue, or Cluedo for our Australian and international friends. Um, Basically, it's what takes place before the murder. So, in Kill Dr. Lucky, you are trying to create the corpse for Clue to happen. If you don't kill Dr. Lucky, then there's no Clue slash Cluedo, and nobody wants that, because Clue is an awesome game. Um, (laughs) So, the original version was from a publisher. I think it might still be Cheap-Ass Games? I don't know. I have to look. Oh, yeah. They're they're still around. Okay, so it's cheap. The publisher is Cheap-Ass Games, and the whole point of Cheap-Ass Games originally was to make cheap ass games and i don't mean cheap as in inexpensive but cheap as in low costs and not of high quality because that was kind of what you got was hey it doesn't cost a lot but it also you could basically photocopy the whole thing at your office and not lose much um i think the original version of kill dr lucky was like 15 bucks maybe no sorry it's like 10 oh no Cheaper was than that. You know, no, Kill Doctor. Like, no, no, no kill, more than ten dollars. It was no. It was ten, probably eight or nine dollars because I remember yeah. 
Most of their games were five, but Kill Dr. Lucky was special because it was like eight yeah. or nine. The, um, the main business, business practice with cheap-ass games for the listeners at home is they they understand that everyone has board games at their house. So yes. they have random bits of dice. They have dice, pawns, and things like that. So what cheap-ass guys provide is they all provide is what is unique to that particular game. Right. For example, for To Kill Dr. Lucky, they provided the map tiles, right. the, the map, and the uh, cards. Right. So basically, it was one of the, it was almost a DIY game in the fact that you had to have pawns to move your players around and what, 1d6 or 2d6? 1d6. Okay. So go into your Monopoly board, take one of the two dice out. <laughs> Yeah. Probably also take the figures out too because everybody's got a, a copy of Monopoly somewhere. Yeah. And then set up the game. Or even take your copy of Clue. Use the dice for use it's, the dice from pawns from that. Ooh, even better because you're just gonna be playing Clue after you kill Dr. Lucky anyway. Well yeah. allegedly kill Dr. Lucky because you um it's entirely possible that you don't kill Dr. Lucky, as his name implies. So the other thing I want to mention is Rasmusser mentioned the word map tiles. We don't really mean actual map tiles. We mean like flimsy cardboard, like inexpensive business card cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> so when I say you could have photocopied this, I mean, you could have used regular printer paper and not lost a lot of quality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it came in a cardboard envelope of sorts. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a thick envelope, like a DVD, almost not even quite a DVD case, but that was kind yeah. of the whole thing, right? It basically held a printed folded copy of the rules. So basically, what, like two yeah. two sheets of paper folded in half, printed double sided? Actually, I think it was just one sheet of paper printed double sided. Was it? I thought there were two or th I thought there were a couple of pages. Oh. Anyway, the. <laughs> um, and then. You know, probably 50, 60 cards. I'm, I'm sure we could look all this up on Game bo oh, yeah. Board Game Geek, but that would take the fun out of it. Very inexpensively made. Obviously, it's eight bucks, and it's a lot of fun. The cards are primarily for movement and weapons. Yeah. So each turn, so for all of your players, you get turns. On Dr. Lucky's turn, he moves one space at a time. Now, what does one space at a time mean? Well, the map tiles are laid out. I think there were four tiles and what? 21 rooms? Let me, I, now I gotta look that up. Um, basically, you're laying out the house that Clue basically takes place in, but it's a more compressed version. So each room is more adjacent to the next. Yeah, there we go. Kill Dr. Lucky 1996. Nice. Yeah. There are 20 rooms. Players can go in any direction, but Dr. Lucky always has to start from the number one and work his way to two, to three, to four, to five, you know, yeah. all the way around. One space at a time. And during that time, you're rolling dice and trying to kill Dr. Lucky because that's the whole point of the game. Now, you kill Dr. Lucky using various weapon cards you have in your hand. You can also add moves to your die roll, I believe. 
I should just get the cop. I should get I know, my copy out. Roll a dice, see how many spaces you can. And each space is a room or a hall. That's right. I thought there were also rooms too that you could. Well, you um, uh, I yeah, think was... you may have had room cards. I mean, there are, basically there are. I, I, if I remember, there are still a few. There are still a few ways to basically shuffle around the house. And so the weapon cards are, you know, things like chainsaw, rocket launcher, <laughs> um, you know, knife, things like, you know, pretty, there's, there's a lot of goofy weapons and there's a lot of not goofy weapons. In order to kill Dr. Lucky, you have to be in the same room as him. And yes. if it's a melee weapon or if it's a ranged weapon, you have to be within line of sight. Right, yes. so like the revolver is line of sight. You, you have infinite line of <laughs> theoretically infinite line of sight in the house. Oh, uh, the other thing about trying to kill Doctor Lucky is you cannot be witnessed. So if somebody yes. is in line of sight of you, you cannot take your attempt on Doctor Lucky's life. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of a that's one of the ways you could fail to kill Doctor Lucky. The other way is the failure cards that I've mentioned probably 16 times at this point. And failure cards have values. So each weapon, like the revolver, has a value of, let's call it four. I don't actually know what it is. Okay, so there's pinking shears. A murder value of two, right? So it's just a pair of scissors. Murder value of two. Now, there are failure cards where... Other players can use those failure cards to make you fail. Like Rasputin said, hey, Dr. Lucky just happens to turn the hallway as you shoot the gun. Or there's a failure card here called what you thought was a weapon was only a banana. You abandoned the peel. Right? So that's that's a failure one. So there are... Multiple failures. I believe you can only play one f- failure at a time, but multiple people can pile them on, kind of like in Munchkin. Yeah. yeah. So if I have a rocket launcher and the weapon value is six, the next person that wants to fail this has to put down the biggest failure card they have, which is probably a three or a four. And then you have to get other people to can help fail the attempt because... Otherwise, they're not going to have their own attempt at killing Dr. Lucky. So basically, the whole game kind of becomes this strategy of you trying to place yourself in the house so that you have an opportunity to kill Dr. Lucky that no one else can fail you on. And very early on... That becomes tricky because everyone has a handful of failure cards or things that can do to basically get in your way so they can have their own turn at it. Yeah. The interesting thing is, is that for the players, there are more rooms that they have to traverse, you know, like hallways. So there's uh, probably half a dozen hallways and that counts as one space. Again, you can move in a weird direction throughout the house, but they still count. They still eat up your spaces really quickly getting from one part of the house to the other. And there are room cards, by the way. So you can actually just play the room card, jump to that room, and then do your next action. But you can't move anymore. I think that counts as your move. 
originally, like I said, it's kind of like this thin cardboard um, cereal box kind of cardboard oh, yeah. for the cards and for the, the room tiles. But eventually, they made nice versions of it. And oh, yeah. actually, I, in fact, what I have is apparently the director's cut. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm just looking at the have 19.5 anniversary edition. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say was, like, they came out with, like, this new version that doesn't seem so cheap-ass. It's got decent quality and full color and all this other crap. And I'm like, no, you've ruined it for me. Oh. Oh, God. You don't like eating more since it's not really a cheap-ass. Yeah, and it's like 30 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, something like that. Like, it's not some, it ruined the, it ruined the spirit. But why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come okay. back and talk more about my opinions on upgrading cheap ass games. Okay. Alrighty, and we're back. Yay, so we're back. <laughs> right. Some people that might not be such a good thing. Um so the other thing I forgot to mention was if you don't have a weapon card, you can always what they call poke him in the eye. Oh yeah. Um it's worth one point and <laughs> There have actually been a few times when it's worked amazingly because somehow either the players have just got tired of the game or they were like, we honestly don't have failure cards, so it's going to happen no matter what. (laughs) And that's honestly the best way to win is like, I don't have any weapons, so I'm going to poke him in the eye (laughs) and really hope. With the newer versions of these games, I feel like they've kind of ruined the 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 original purpose or the theme. If you're spending, you know, real money, like more than twenty dollars on a quote cheap ass game, then how's it really it's not really cheap to me anymore. Oh god, see on Amazon right now it's thirty bucks. Like what happened to the eight dollar version? Well, or when they, when they came out, yeah, they still sell Still sell the original ass stuff, but the the reason why they did the collector's edition is because they fan favorite. And that's probably why when they did this edition, they're not really saying I see l- let me stop. Not, you. I don't think they're trying to they're they're not saying the company is called cheap ass games. It's just when they did this anniversary, they're not it's just they did it just for the fan. And they did it for kind of they want like since now they have like a bigger following, they want to do something special. Yeah, but this. this so I give them credit for. But doing this version it. comes with like tokens and pawns and like a, a a real box and a real map. And I'm like, if they wanted to do something special, why did um and an actual like? Oh wait, no, never mind. I thought that was like an actual Doctor Lucky token. I mean, there is a a wood pawn for Doctor yeah. Lucky, but. I, I feel like they could have just done an expansion or like slightly higher quality reprint, but this seems like a complete revamp. It's, it it makes me upset. <laughs> well, no, it's not a revamp. It's just if they actually, it, it's just the version that you envisioned would bought the cheap ass version. I don't, it's, what the, uh, it's put the layer. It's putting a layer that you imagine. No, what imagine what it looked like. But that's what I was saying. Like that's the like to me. 
because I feel like you're, you're stuffing words down my face now. Is t- to me the whole point of buying the cheap ass version was that I liked the, <laughs> the low res <laughs> lines. All, might as well be lines on a sheet of graph paper. <laughs> You know, because it was insanely portable. Like, you could almost wrap a sandwich bag. You, you could throw everything in, a, almost throw everything in a sandwich bag. <laughs> you know, and have a, have a game of it. This is like, oh, well, we might as well just play Clue and have real pawns and everything. <laughs> okay, you you want the cheap. That's yes! What, that's what you want. Yes! Like, like for the, it's, and that's exactly the same reason why I bought the $2.50 cent Devil Bunny Hates the Earth. I mean, come on. Well, that in the name was awesome. Um, okay. Devil Bunny Hates the Earth. There's also uh, Devil Bunny Needs a Ham, apparently. Oh, jeez. See, Devil Bunny Hates the Earth didn't even have a cardboard envelope. It was a paper envelope. <laughs> and it was a lot less complicated. Basically, in that game, Devil Bunny is... Uh, trying to build a machine that it's somehow involves squirrels and throwing squirrels into like this. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, you and your friends are honest, hardworking taff taffy pulling machines, working devil bunnies, taffy factory. Um, so devil bunny hates the earth. So at you as a, as a taffy machine need to lure cute, cuddly squirrels into the factory to clog the taffy factory. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it's another it's a really silly game. I think I've only I've only ever played it once. I don't remember you ever playing it. But that was another but that one was great too because again, it was like a like po- almost pocket-sized game. Oh. <laughs> and it was super super cheap. What was the the Great Brain Robbery? Is that the cheapest game? Sound like it would have been one. Yes, the Great Brain Robbery. That was another good one. Like, there's so many of these, and I feel like they've reprinted them in special anniversary editions, and it just, I don't know. To me, it kind of felt you like... Want the, a, you, you want the nostalgia. You hate, you hate these new, fangled, clean-up editions that ruin the initial ideal. That's what you're ranting about. Okay. Yeah, and, it, and it's because of the, the name Cheap-Ass Games, right? I mean, they're not cheap in the quality of game that come out of them. Absolutely not, because Kill Dr. Lucky has we've played so many times. And I think at one point, um, late game, somebody managed to hold on to a rocket launcher, <laughs> which is why I remember it so vividly. Uh, somebody managed to hold on to a rocket launcher so late in the game that it's like, there's impossible for me to lose... And, like, somehow I knew that somebody was going to do something dumb like this, so I kept some pretty high-value failure cards. I played them, and we just made the failure count. (laughs) And then Dr. Lucky got... I was able to lure Dr. Lucky into my room, or the other way around, I can't remember, because... With the room cards, this is, some, uh-huh. this is something I forgot. With the room cards, you can actually move Dr. Lucky or you can move yourself. Okay, yeah. So if you're in, like, the ballroom or or the piazza, because um, I, I think ballroom is... I probably didn't kill Dr. Lucky. Anyway, so if you're in the piazza, right, 
you can bring Dr. Luck into the piazza and have a go at him again, provided yeah. that nobody else is watching. So, yeah, he was up on the balcony somewhere. <laughs> one of our, uh, uh, one of our buddies had the rocket launcher. We managed to get him to fail it. I pulled him down to the piazza, like halfway across the room, and I was like, "I'm gonna poke him in the eye." And it's like nobody had failure cards at this point because we all blew them on <laughs> defeating the rocket launcher, and I managed to win. And I was like, "Yeah, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> that was glorious." Jeez. So, do you have an, the new anniversary edition, or actually, I do. Oh. I do. I don't. Can we? Be, can we still be friends? I guess. Uh, do you even uh, have the original I, version? I never had the original version. Oh, so I was. That's the, why. That's I, why I bought this version because, like, I like the original version. Game. It was a good game. Then you should have so, bought the original. Well, by the time I could wanted to get the original, it's out of print. All they have is the new version. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they should at least have the original version in print but no they only want to make fancy new games that don't that are way more than 10 bucks a piece hold on let me let me look this up if nothing else i will photocopy you uh cheap uh but i still like the i like the updated version it looks pretty it looks good it's well made <laughs> and manufactured cheapass.com oh look they have free as print and plays oh nice so, it looks like they actually have a bunch of free games. That's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, it looks like I don't see... Oh, God. So, there's also the secret layer of Dr. Lucky. That's awesome. Oh, jeez. So, it looks like all... Okay, they only have three what they call white box games left, which are the ones that Kill Dr. Lucky used to be. Uh, Captain Treasure Boots, Fish Cook, and Veritas. I don't know what any of that is. Um, they make card games. Actually, a lot of their stuff seems very up hoity-toity now. Um, they have the secret layer of Dr. Lucky. That's really cool. The secret layer of Dr. Lucky is an alternate board expansion to kill Dr. Lucky. Set in the universe of Before I Kill You, Mr. Spy. Oh, God. Oh, now I want that game. Um, on this board, you're all henchmen of the arch-villain Dr. Lucky. Chasing a random spy around the secret lair and trying to kill him. Oh, no. Wow. Before I kill you, Mr. Spy. That sounds exactly like it is. Uh, Alas, this orchard life is a supervillain. Every time you manage to lure a spy to your remote, painstakingly constructed lair and capture him, you face a difficult choice. Do you kill him immediately, ensuring he won't escape with the aid of your opponents and destroy that part of your fortress on the way out? Or... Do you share your secret plans with him in the hopes that he will be the only one alive capable of understanding? Yeah, no, I would kill him, dude. Uh, what kind of free games do they have? This would be, be good. Um, <laughs> Boulevard of Broken Games. Oh, no. Easy to print games. Fightopia Flip Maple. Wow, they actually have a lot of stuff. Okay, so I guess there's, it's okay. Because it still seems like <laughs> you can actually... Oh, yeah, you can die... You can get a free copy of Kill Dr. Lucky. In fact, I'm going to link that in the show notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 19 and a half, 19 and a half anniversary edition of Kill Dr. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so it's a free version based on the director's cut. I'm guessing the director's cut. Let's see, board one. Okay, so board one is like the original house. And then the director's cut. Okay, so I do not have the director's cut. Yeah. So the director's cut had added a whole another mess of things to go around in. Wow. That's a really complicated looking map. So that's cool. Um, so I guess there's always that, right? Is it if you wanted the original classic edition? Yeah, you could always you could do it. that. Uh, the rules. Let's see. How many pages of rules are there? Are seven pages of rules? Uh, well, six pages because there's also a how to make the the cards and do, 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 do. creative commons agreement. So that's five pages. Whatever. Free rules, free maps, free everything. That's cool. Uh, so that makes me a little less bitter about that. Think about Kobolds in my baby, right? Well, like, you still had to pay for it, yeah. But yeah, it was a small little... I know, but that was like a propaganda pamphlet type of game. Staple bound. Like, my copy was staple bound. <laughs> and they later came out with... And I think it was f- six bucks. And then, like, the expansion was... Um, Cows of the Apocalypse was like four bucks. Again, like they came out with a hardback version of the rules, and I'm like, and it's like twenty five, and I'm kind of feeling a little ripped off because, well, not ripped off, but annoyed because it, to me it seemed like it ruined the spirit of the game, the original beer and pretzels role playing. You and I actually have a couple stories relating to. Kobolds ate my baby, but I think we might be able to put that in a separate episode. I don't know. Okay. Well, that could work. Yeah, a separate episode of that, definitely. But, um, but yeah, that, that could be a little feature for, an, for another episode for another time. That's an actual RP thing instead of a tabletop board game like we've done. It is, but it kind of, the reason I brought it up was because it fit into that same genre of easy to replicate game. Right, okay. it's not like there's a thousand pages of it. It's oh, you could literally take the sa- you could take the st- you could take the staple out of it, photocopy both sides of the rule book, you know, one page at a time, yeah. and then staple a new you know staple as many new copies as you want. Oh yeah, but again, you know, in an anniversary, oh, people really love this game. They made a new fancy version. I'm like, but that's great. I would just really appreciate like what cheap ass games did with was to have the alternative. Oh, here's the original, you know, quote vintage style. (laughs) Are there any other games that kind of have done that to you where they came out in one format and, and then later they improved upon it and ruined it for you or nothing comes to mind. That now I get that feeling every time there's like a new edition of something that comes out, but just like I just account for most of the time, I just count for I'm a grumpy old person to change, but I understand why they want to change stuff or add, update things. Oh, don't even. I, don't, I, 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 no, I, the thing is, I don't have as severe as reaction as some people, especially no, you're me. right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have that, I don't have that outright. Like, how dare they change this? It was good as it was before. Like, <laughs> hold on, dude. <laughs> See what this new thing is. Reverse before. Damn the thing. 
How how dare they take away Seiko in Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, it's like give. It's like (laughs) Seiko, Seiko, Seiko. Let the new thing have the chance to do stand on its own merits instead of being blasphemed for not being like the original. (laughs) No, no, no. The reason I hated. Okay, the backstory about why I hated. D&D 3.0 is because I finally completed my Player's Guide DMG Monster Manual set like the week before 3.0 came out. <laughs> like, no joke. I bought like all the accoutrement for advanced D&D. Yeah, advanced D&D, including the Underdark box set. And then, like, two or three weeks later, 3.0 came out. And I'm like, no, screw you, 3.0. <laughs> and ever since then, I've been kind of bitter about it. <laughs> but, oh, believe me, there's a whole fuming rant on new editions of stuff. Um, and I think we'll definitely... Well, I, I definitely want to speak my mind on that. <laughs> Like three point D and D three point versus three point five versus four versus five versus oh they're probably gonna come up with a version six next year because five has been out for too long. Um, but anyway, so that was a little a kind of a shorter uh, shorter thing on Kill Doctor Lucky and Cheap Ass Games. Again, you can get oh, yeah. the original version that Banjo likes for free. I will link that in the show notes. Um, there they do also have. You can also use that same link to go find you the other version if you really want, but I'm not going to support that. Yeah. In the end, you could go play whatever you want to. As if you ask Banjo to play want, want to play, wants to find the free version, download it. Actually, I agree. Go download the free version see if you like it. If you like it, why not support them as a company and buy the anniversary edition, which That's is true. Is a nice it is a nice look, well-made Beautiful looking board, great looking pieces, and great looking. So, <laughs> it does look good. I just, I'm just a little salty. So yeah, it's up to you. But yeah, if you want to try it out, yeah, download the copy. See if you like it. That's a great way to. And honestly, that's uh, honestly that's a good model. If you if the company can find a way to do a print free print and play copy, mm-hmm. that of course it's not as good as the good looking, right? But something that people can at least stick their toes into to see if they like it. Or not. Well, and Kill Doctor Lucky is a really great warm up for three to seven players. You know, it probably oh, takes yeah. what like half an hour, maybe. Oh yeah. If your game goes on for more than an hour, for an hour or more, there's something wrong. Like you, you need to just get on that murder train <laughs> for sure. But anyway, um, how can they find us, Rasputin? Well, they can find us on Mastodon. Uh, the links are in the show notes, but uh, it's uh, if I remember correctly, is it X Y Z? Yes. Oh, E L E K K dot X Y Z. I am at at Banjo Fox at E L E K K dot X Y Z. Raspather. I am Raspather at the same last E L E K K dot X Y Z. If you're it, it's not if you're not used to Mastodon, like I said, it's kind of like Twitter. Um, yeah. 
there's the at user, but then the second part is at domain because there's a whole world of servers out there. They're all interconnected. Yeah. And if you have any questions, just leave us a voicemail. You can find that link in the show notes or at letthediceroll.com, where you can also find the links to our social media. And we have an email which is letthediceroll at protonmail.com. We'll also leave that in the show notes and on the website. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and also on the favorite podcast sites. Rate us. uh, Give us how many stars we just would like to have five stars. If you actually rate us five (laughs) stars, you can say whatever you want. Yes, that's my favorite. I I I would really 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 look forward to reading some uh some really critical reviews that are still five stars. Like that's when I listen to other podcasts, that's like the the uh my favorite thing to do is when they're like, "Oh, here's a five-star review. Oh, you guys you guys are the worst." Rawr. Just kidding, you know, or whatever. Um anyway, Yes, indeed. Five stars would be great because it would help us get higher up in the ratings. You don't have to, obviously, like Rasputin said, vote with your heart. Yeah. Uh, And I think we'll catch you next week. Take care, everyone. Have a good night, everybody.